to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Carrie Oak Big E. I am your host, Big E, and I got Jason with me again this hey week. Hey guys, it's me, Jason. It's him, Jason. <laughs> Sim Jason even. Uh, stage left exit, stage left even. Uh, we're here to bring you some beautiful songs by this, by various artists and whatnot. Uh, I love artists, don't you? I hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend. The weekend is over. Yesterday was Memorial Day. Hope you made the most of it. Today is a hangover day for you know most of us drunk people. Oh, my there. head hurts. Oh, I got a pounding headache. I need, I need a Tylenol and some greasy food stead. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, lady. Oh, my headaches. Oh, help me so much. It's like a device. <laughs> Ow. What's your hangover remedy, Scott? Is it a, a raw eggs? Like uh, Rocky? Water. Raw eggs and water. Or just Ooh, water. To me, shit. Well. No, yeah, uh, water. Uh, <laughs> Did somebody shit? <laughs> I think it was that swarm of bees from last week. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't get hung over, you know why? Because I don't drink enough to get high, baby. I sometimes, I, I only, I've, I've never blacked out from being uh, drunk. I have. But um, I sometimes will drink a lot to where I get a hangover, and mm-hmm. I always or, like I always order a big disgusting meal. <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. I hear a lot of people who get hangover. They'll go to McDonald's and they'll get a big greasy fucking pile of grease and well, ladies, and it uh, ladies sucks it up. I swear, who shit? You smell shit. Like somebody farted. That could have been me. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's tough to say. Or or someone took a shit in this room. <laughs> I think it was me. Sorry. I'm sorry you're having to work through that and make note of it twice on the show. Um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. I don't either. Probably something. Probably something to do with uh, COVID nineteen. You, you, you got your shot. Oh right? yeah, let's talk about that. It's just one or did you do the one and done? I did you, the one and done. How do you feel? I feel amazing now. Um, God, it smells like shit in here. It does. It smells like shit in here. I feel amazing now. Um, the second day, not so much. The second day, I uh, had a uh, pretty good headache all day, and uh, I was told by the pharmacist not to take ibuprofen. So I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna muscle it out." And finally, I had to call the pharmacist again. I'm like, "Can I take ibuprofen?" Please, uh, I'm hurting. My head feels like it's in a visor. Oh, it hurts so fucking. Dude. It was the worst headache ever. Did you just? Where did you go? And to I get went it? to work. Where'd you get the shot? Right here in the upper arm. No, like uh, oh, I went place? to the Walgreens. Okay, and is it just walk in? You get it, or did you have to get I, an appointment? I called because I I called around specifically looking for the J and J because you want to do one and done. I wanted to be one and done. Why is that? You just didn't want to futz around with waiting I'm and the- only getting the vaccination because of work. Okay, so sixty five percent effective rate is okay with me. Is, is, this is the this current COVID vaccine is only sixty five percent. The J and J is the Moderna is still ninety five. Ooh, ninety five. That's a good. That's a good but percentage. I'm not going two times. Why not? Most people I know, not most people know, but a lot of people I know who did the two one, they got really sick after the second one. But just for like a day or two. Yeah, right? but I, I didn't want to be sick at all. But did you get? You did get sick though. A headache. I still got to go to work. Okay. If I would have got like what felt like how Kevin felt the other day, or a buddy of mine that got his done at work. He um he went ahead and had to go home and then missed another day. Yeah, I'm not all about that. I work from home, so I yeah. I'll, I'll say to him, "Give me three shots. Give me three shots towards the door." Am I right? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> give me three steps. Give me three steps, Mister. Give me where the hell is Casey Jones? Last week we celebrated uh, Kevin Clark's birthday. He became 31. And I have a, I have a big lament about his birthday. Did I ever tell you about this? Uh-uh. So I, he knows now, so it's no surprise. But there was at one point when he was 29, he was about to turn 30, 
His wife is a lovely lady. Steph, she's mm-hmm. on the show. Lovely lady. Oh, Steph, thank you for being lovely. Oh, she said, hey, guys, I want to have a karaoke party for Kevin. And I want to do it up in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's where he's from. It never got to happen. And it, it, have everyone come up there. And you, all of us were kind of talking on the side uh, away from our group text saying, let's make this happen. Let's have this big migration up there, have a big party. It'll be a lot of fun. COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Waiting it out. We don't know. We don't know day to day, week to week, month to month what's going to happen with COVID-19. Turns out his party was canceled. Mm. And I felt terrible about it because he was 29 turning 30. 30 is a big one. That's a big number. Big, big one, baby. And so I felt bad for him. And then last week it was his uh, 31st birthday, prime number. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't, uh, we had a cookout, but I still felt bad that we couldn't, you know, go out and really muck it up when he turned a big 3 0. Right. I don't know. What are you going to do? Yeah, I was really looking forward to going up to Chicago and doing it. You would have done it. Yeah, I was going to go. I think I had all plans on going. It's tough to get you out of your area. It is. So it's, it's surprising to me. Without but I would, crying about it, I would I would have loved for you to have gone. I think I think I, I think the plan was I was going to go. I'm pretty sure I was planning on going. I can't remember now though. But oh well, that's my lament. Shit happens. It smells like shit happens in here. Oh, the, you know what? I smell. I smell spaghetti. Spaghetti. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what. Maybe it was. maybe uh, someone's cooking spaghetti and it just smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> First, first we they drop bees on us. Sure, yeah. I, oh God, I'm out of epipens. I, I, I gave you that one because you swallowed a bee last week. I gave you that one. The other four fell out of my pocket. All went into my toe at the same time. Ooh, I felt like I could run a four minute mile, and I did. You did. I broke the I four minute mile. It. I timed it. I had what they call hot feet. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? You playing with your tits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, so, sometimes my, you gotta my tits. If if you don't play with them, who's gonna? My tits. Oh, oh! Before I get into my song, we're gonna do a, a little segment on the show. I love segments. I, I like. I'm to glad call. you got your shot, though. Yeah, and I feel. I'm glad I did too. I really. Uh, here's my thing. I had. It, it went against my beliefs. Uh, what is your belief? I, I'm not saying this is. I'm not saying it's the pandemic's fake because we have lost a friend. We know it's very real. Oh, yeah, yeah. COVID-19 is is absolutely real. But jumping into something and getting a card for it like you're being marked, like, it's very eerie to me. Social security number, like, like everything that you do in your life is... But every time I get a vaccination, I don't get handed a card at the end of it and saying that I've been vaccinated. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's so many different parts of your life where they're already tracking you with things anyway. I mean, I know I'm not talking about the tracking part. Okay. I'm not worried. That's not the part I'm talking about. I don't care if I know the just, world of technology we're in. Just the fact of like now I'm, it's just it's just weird to me. The being tracked in all the different ways we're tracking and all the uh, devices that we even have in this room right. that are listening to us. To me, that is scarier um, than being handed a card. card right. Uh, but I understand what you're saying because it's something physical where you, you can hold it. Where the where the being monitored, you don't yeah. think about it and you're just saying right. it. But but yeah, the, the stuff that can be done. And here's what I'll say to this. Um, like so, what? Right. My I, biggest thing about it was is I have never, I have never contracted it, mm-hmm. and I don't think I was going to contract it. So putting something in my body that I really didn't want to put in there, anyways, I don't get flu shots. Yeah. Now they're telling us we need to get the whooping cough shot, you know, a vaccination if you haven't had one in the last ten years. Because it's going around now. I don't know that I've ever had a flu shot either, just to say. And that. a lot of these things are coming around because of the, of the mass situation, too. So other things are becoming more of a problem because we're not... We're taking too many precautions to stay away from something. And we're not allowing our bodies to fight off antibodies anymore. Well, I, I, they're, okay. there's, I think there's some truth to what you're saying because... I, I have I never use hand sanitizer ever. Uh-uh. I I, tr- I truly do not. I never use right. it. I hate it. I've never I I've purchased it for my daughter if she's asked for it. Mm-hmm. But this is what I tell her: you put it on you. Of course, it kills everything. But you have to eat some shit in your mm-hmm. life to yes, build you up immunity. Do. But there are things that are stronger than just eating some shit. 
Uh-huh. Like COVID nineteen to the wrong person, we've seen it. It's it kills yes. people dead. Yep. Even a friend of ours, thirty six, thirty six. You think these people who are you know seventy five on up, it could hit them and no, it's killing them. everybody. But it's killing a lot of different people. Main, mm. It is mainly old people. It's mm. mainly the very old. It mm. really is, and mainly the very old with with uh, pre existing conditions. Mm. But it does affect everyone. And when you're talking I, about like the Black Plague, or you're talking about the uh, Spanish flu, or polio. A lot of these things have virtually been eradicated because we've come up with these vaccines. Right. And these are things that could, uh, some of those things could lay out almost anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a, a line, a very clear line saying, this, this thing is so bad that we need something for it. Whereas, you know what, you, get, you fucking have a cold or two a year. You're mm-hmm. building immunity to shit. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't have to wash your hands every time. No. You know, don't use hand sanitizer. You're, you're, mm. you're, you're fucking yourself. You're Let's killing all the good off. You're killing all the good off, too. So you're going to get something small someday, and that's going to fucking lay you out because you've been sanitizing your entire body. I totally agree. You have to eat some shit, but there is a line mm-hmm. where you have to say, okay, we figured something out scientifically to cure this thing. Mm. Let's just put it in ourselves, and we won't get that thing. Right. I, I do believe that there is a very clear line of what is what we should take and what we can let linger because we got to eat some shit. That's, that's, those are my feelings. How do, you feel, how do you feel about my feelings? I feel like they, those feelings are your feelings, and they make, make a lot of sense. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not a smart guy. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. I'm bare, I'm barely a doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, me too. But uh, I played one on TV. Oh, did you? What, what show? General I, Hospital. I, yes, I was on General Hospital. Great show. You're, oh, you're a Doctor Scott. Doctor Lovebone. Doctor Lovebone. He's the one that makes you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into a segment. Mm. I love segments. I'm kicking what they're giving because 'cause I'm working for them. That's right, a little Tales from Retail. Uh, we didn't bring it up last episode, but this episode we're going to bring it up. Um, I have a customer. What is this segment about? Tell the world. Okay, Tales from Retail is my stories from the retail store I work in. Yep. Um, so true that's what, story. True story. Get a rope. Um, anyways, uh, this story is about a gentleman that I like to call Abe. Abe. Honest Abe. Ibrahim. Ibrahim Lincoln. Abraham, oh, the 16th president. Yes, I know. I know, personally know the 16th president. This is my, you want to hear my impression of Abe Lincoln? Uh-huh. You call him Honest Abraham? Uh-huh. I, uh, oh, I cannot tell a lie. Mm, that's a mixture of three <laughs> or four different presidents. They, but that, that's that's who President Lincoln was. He was a mixture of three or four different presidents. <laughs> uh, no, anyways, this gentleman comes in uh, last week. He brings in a broken phone, and he's like, yeah, what well, I, mean, I got insurance, and I'm like, okay, so let's get a claim going. And uh, he brings in um, his old phone, and I put his um, s- uh, SIM card in his uh, uh, new his old phone, so he can have a phone until they send his new phone. Did he keep his phone in his stovepipe at? Uh, no, and the only way, and every time this guy came in, we're to the point now in Illinois where you don't have to have your mask on. Right. If the if the, the establishment that you go to says, "Hey, we're going to follow the state mandate." We've taken all the signs down at our store. Have you? No, no six feet in between. Just you know, practice social distancing. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. We go by the honor system. So he's not wearing his mask, and this guy has this beautiful gray chin strap beard. Okay, yeah. yeah. Guy's probably six three, six four, and he's just got this Abraham Lincoln vibe to him. And I'm like, so he. Gives me his old phone, and I pull up his old phone, and the picture on the cover of his old phone is Abraham Lincoln, like a somebody playing Abraham Lincoln. And I was like, I just, I said, I noticed you got Abraham Lincoln on. So he proceeds to tell me, I am a Abraham Lincoln impersonator. Yes, I go around to schools, and and I put on little skits. For children, I, I play Abraham Lincoln. He goes, I've been to uh, major um, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, uh, I think there's one right out. Where's uh, Abraham Lincoln from? Kentucky? No. Probably. I don't know. Somewhere down south, further yeah. south. And uh, they have, a, like the Ernest thing, they have a Abraham Lincoln days. Abe or, day. Abe day or whatever. Oh. It smells like shit in here. So he goes down there, and um, there's a free... Look-alike contest to get into. Okay, it's free, but it pays out two hundred fifty dollars. 
So he's like, you know, we're down here. You know, I'll do it on a whim. And he just happened to have all his Abe clothes with him. Right. So him <laughs> and five other gentlemen yeah. are in this contest. Well, part of the uh, contest is um, just go up there and, you know, impersonate Abe Lincoln. So they draw out a hat, and he's like the first, he's the first, he draws first. Okay. So he goes up there and he gives, I forgot what speech he said, something. He's just like, it's a three minute speech. He goes, I get in, I give the three minute speech. And I get out, and then the uh, ne- probably the I have a dream speech, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the famous Abraham Martin Luther King I have a dream. Speech. Oh yeah, oh I have a dream. <laughs> Four score and seven year ago I had a dream. Ask not what this Abraham Lincoln lookalike contest can do for you. <laughs> so he says uh, he gets up and goes first. Tight three minutes. He sits back. He he sits back down. The next five guys come up, and he said they proceeded to rattle on different things. Like seven minutes of bull, you know, stuff, and he goes like, "Man, you gotta get in, you gotta get, get out. out." So he also he goes, and all these guys have been, all the other guys that he's competing against have been impersonating Lincoln for years. Yeah, they're like, this is like their profession. This is what these guys do. Old for hat, old stovepipe hat. And uh, he said, you know, got done. And at the end of the day, he goes, "I won the two hundred fifty dollars prize." Mm-hmm. I was like, "No shit." He goes, he goes, and the other thing he does, he's got. Uh, he takes this, uh, when he was, first started impersonating um, Abraham Lincoln, he was in front of this class, this first grade class, and um, he did this whole play and skit, and he goes, one of Abraham Lincoln's loves was, he's well known for, is he, lo- he was a cat lover. He goes, I'm not a cat lover. He's a big pussy hound. Right? Yeah, he goes, I'm not a cat lover, but yeah. Abraham Lincoln was known as a cat lover, so... When I would go to these first grade um, classes, I, I would bring this up and say, "Who's a cat lover?" And pe- kids will raise their hand, and, you know, and then they tell a story, and then he hands I, out the. I love pussy, Mr. Lincoln. Yeah, so he President hand- Lincoln, I love, I love pussy. Love pussy. So he hands out this certificate that's like he's real official looking. It's got the 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 the, the presidential stamp on it, the seal, all this bullshit. Official pussy magnet. P- official <laughs> pussy magnet. So he I hand- just love to say pussy is all. <laughs> Gosh, I got it. He hands it to this little girl, and uh, fast forward a few years later, he this girl loves Lincoln. Well, I guess. Um, I don't know a lot about Lincoln because you know I don't feel the same way about Lincoln that like Dustin does. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what, what you're talking about at all. Well, Dust, I, Dustin loves Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Dustin's an Abraham as an abophile. He's a he's a he's a Lincoln apologist. Yes, he's a Lincoln apologist. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this girl goes around with them to schools now because I guess Abraham Lincoln had a a companion that was younger than him or something I don't know that he would take around. But anyways, I don't know. And so they go to school, school and they do this play. This guy's really telling you a like, lot of information. Like he's like giving it to me. I'm like, Oh my God, I fucking should have never asked this guy, but Abraham Lincoln, you know, he's proud of what he's doing. Exactly. And, and you know, I listen to him. So he goes around to schools with this other little girl. And the only reason why she, the reason why she loved Abraham Lincoln so much, he asked her and she was the little girl that he handed the certificate you to. You feel like first grade. they would have discovered that the first day working together. Well, he, no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why he sought her out because she loved Abraham Lincoln oh, so much. Oh, gotcha. I thought and, you meant like during no, them working. Together, I fuck, like, kind of fucked the story up. Okay, it was <laughs> kind of told it backwards. Okay, he has been working with her, and they do a little skit, and they go around to schools because yeah, yeah. she loves Lincoln. And she told him, he goes, he goes, why do you love Lincoln so much? And she told him the story. I'm little, one of the little gotcha. girls that you handed that certificate to. So you're, you're to. telling the story like Christopher Nolan, right? In Momento. Yeah. You're telling uh-huh. it backwards. Okay. Told it totally backwards. Okay. Well, how about this? Uh, you work in Pekin. This guy came into your store in Pekin. He's, uh, right. he's from Tremont. Morton. But yes. He's from Morton? No, I was in Morton. Oh, you're, I, oh I, your store's I, in Morton? Yeah, I work in Morton. Oh, I thought you worked in Pekin. Well, I wish I did. All right, well, Tremont's pretty close to Morton, too. Uh-huh. So the guy's from Tremont. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say his last name, but how about this? I know this guy, and I've known this guy since the 1980s. His first name is Rick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not only this, he's, um, like, I, when I think about like great men uh-huh. that I've uh, encountered in my life, uh-huh. he's one of those guys. Uh-huh. He, he's like, I had a, a geography teacher. His name is Larry. Uh-huh. I don't see his last name either. Great man. Uh-huh. He's a great man. And he's still around. He's a, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He cares. He really cares. Mm-hmm. Rick 
cares. Mm-hmm. Rick, I met uh, I met Rick. He's um, he, he really probably is about seventy. 75 now, I'd say. Probably. And uh, his youngest daughter, I think, was about a year or two younger than me. Mm-hmm. So we, we came up uh, through church together. So I knew his younger daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, his his granddaughter is friends with my daughter. Well, isn't this a small world? It truly is. But but Rick is um, unapologetically a just like the most, he's the greatest dude. Like he's, like when Matt grows up, friend of the show Matt as mm-hmm. of recent... Like Matt is notably an inc- like the nicest guy ever. Mm-hmm. Rick is uh, old Matt. Okay, if that, if that puts it. into perspective, yeah, totally. For Matt. This, I mean, really, and you could tell this guy really is a good guy. And, he, and, I'm, and I know this too. When he's telling you this story, obviously I wasn't there. I'm hearing it from you. When when he's telling you these things that he's doing is not a lick of ego or mm-hmm. um, or boastfulness about him. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just genuine pride and and telling people about. Uh, things that you express some interest in, and he was, he's just happy to tell you. He, he, he's a great man. Like, there's some kind of flight that comes here to Peoria. Mm-hmm. I think to the uh, to the to the General Air Force. Downing. Oh, to the uh, Air National Guard. Yeah, and I think like veterans come on something, and he meets like I guess Lincoln famously met like so he like he goes out there as Lincoln and Lincoln and he greets these veterans as they come off the pl- off they come off the plane. <laughs> he said he has literally had like random people when he's dressed up yeah say I'm praying for you Mr. Lincoln. He's like oh, he's a very re- Rick is a very yeah, religious man. Yeah. Very very religious man. But he you know he's like you know, that's you know you pray what he's, he he you could tell. He goes he really touches me when people tell me that they're praying for. So that's something he does. He probably he probably makes little to no money doing that, but mm-hmm. he he just loves it. Loves it. Yeah. He, he uh St. Jude Marathon, you ever hear tell of that? Mm-hmm. They'd run from like Memphis to Peoria yeah. or something. He would do that. He used to do that. And he did it up until like 15 years ago. He, he I think he did it well into his 50s. Wow. He's a tall, yeah. skinny man. He uh-huh. probably he probably put on maybe a little heft in his in his yeah, later years. Yeah, not much. But, but Rick is just an incredible guy. And you know, I wouldn't. There, I can't think of any kind of link that you and I would have to to discuss this. But it happened to come up. You running into him at your store, and I'm mm-hmm. glad it did. And I'm glad you encountered him because Rick is a, is an awesome guy, and uh, I'm glad you got to meet him and learn a little bit about my old friend. Yeah, I like Rick. A I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Oh, taking what they're giving. Oh. I like Huey. All right. Well, I'm going to go first this week. Is Huey Lewis? Is he one of the three nephews from Donald Duck? Uh, yes. It's it was Huey, Huey Dewey, Dewey, and Louie. And he and Huey Lewis is one of Donald Duck's nephews. Yeah. Okay. Louie, 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 Louie. All right. I'm going to find a little information on this song. What are you singing? Uh, Casey Jones. Oh, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he wore a hockey mask yeah. like Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. That that same Casey Jones. Okay, so the guy who played him, I can't remember. Is, uh, not Carlos. It's some. It's some kind of the guy who played him in the original T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie from like 1989. You remember that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. The guy who played him is great. He he's been he's been a character actor forever. What an incredible role for that guy. And uh, do you remember the exchange? That Casey Jones has with Raphael in the in like um, in the park in New York City. Like, I, don't, I don't know if it was uh, what's the famous park, Central Park. Uh huh. Do you remember the exchange they have there? No, I, I, I know very. I know I've seen the movie, but I don't remember a lot. You're, about you're it. probably a few years older than like. Yeah. It probably wasn't cool for you to see that movie, but I was like prime. I was like seven, eight years old. It's like this is the movie. Corey Feldman's voicing who? I signed in. You know. But uh, Casey Jones is like the coolest guy uh, ever, and I love um, I love the guy who played him, and that's what the song is about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Casey Jones is a, is an American, or Casey Jones is a song by American rock band, The Grateful Dead. Uh, the music was written by Jerry Garcia, and lyrics are by Robert Hunter. Hunter start, stated in, to, in a 2015 interview with Rolling Stone that Casey Jones didn't start out as a song; it just suddenly. Popped into my mind driving that train high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. I just wrote that down and I went to went on to whatever else I was doing. Sometime later, it, I came across it and thought that that's the germ of a pretty good song. The song first appeared on the Dead's 1970 album 
Working Man's Dead. Subsequently, it's included on a number of their live albums, a number of their a number of their greatest hits albums. Um, like we said, this one probably never charted anywhere, but um, it's definitely something that if you ask anybody about uh, Grateful Dead, it's on the short list of songs. They're going to say know. you're, you're going to hear you're going to hear Casey Jones. You're going to hear. St. Peter, I think, is one of the songs. You're going to hear Touch of Grey. You're going to hear Truckin'. Tru- yeah. Truckin' got my nuts cashed in. Tru- Truckin'. Uh, tr- truckin', uh, Touch of Grey, and Casey Jones. I would say that's it. That's all that I know. It's so weird. We were talking before we started recording. That, again, uh, Grateful Dead is one of Kevin's favorite bands. Kind of a continuation, bleed over from last mm-hmm. week. Kind of a theme. But... Uh, Grateful Dead having like one, maybe two charting hits and have been around with a crazy following and just like a Grateful Dead culture, mm-hmm. 50 years. How does that happen? From one or two songs that the mainstream knows, how does that happen? It's just... It's an anomaly, baby. It's very weird. It's they have a huge... I mean, like people give up their whole lives to follow this band around. I would do it. Even after Jerry Garcia has been dead for... X amount of years, even with a guy like John Mayer. Did they? Does he sing for them? Yes. John Mayer sings with yes. the Grateful Dead. Even of, with John Mayer, people still follow. This man, boy. I don't know. John Mayer is kind of fucking cool. <laughs> no, I know. He fucked every hot chick, and uh-huh. from like night, uh, from like yeah, from like two thousand one to two thousand eight, he fucked every hot chick you and could imagine. And he's probably one of the best guitar players to come out and. And he's he's genuinely like yeah. a guitar maestro. Yes. Like he, no, he's a, he's one of the top guys. And you, you first hear him, you're like, he's like, nobody has a wonderland. You're like, fuck this, fuck you. But mm-hmm. then you like hear him at seriously. I heard him play at Michael Jackson's funeral. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Fucking John Mayer rocks. Yeah, talk about pussy hounds. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, he, maybe he loves Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna step up to the mic and give it all I, got. I hope that you do. Driving that train high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. This old engine makes it on time. Leaves at the station by the quarter to nine. It's River Junction at 72. At quarter to ten, you know it's traveling again. Driving that train, high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. Trouble ahead, the lady in red. Take my advice, you'd be better off dead. Switching and sleeping train on it into it. On the wrong track again, headed for you. Driving that train, high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. Trouble with you is the trouble with me. 
you got two good eyes, but we still don't see. Come round the bed, you know it's the end. The fireman screams and the engine just gleams. Driving that chain, I'm cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. Driving that train, how cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. Driving that train, high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. Driving that train, high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead, trouble behind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. And you know that notion just crossed my mind. All right. Guess what? Probably never heard that song in its entirety in my life. Really? I don't, I'm, I'm not joking. I do not know a lot about them. I know Kevin loves them. Um, I, I know there's a crazy culture about it. I know kids in, when I was in high school who were like, oh, yeah, it's tie-dye shirt uh, four out of five days a week. Mm-hmm. Little teddy bears. Little teddy bears. All oh, little, little teddy, teddy bears. Little teddy bears. But it's a culture, oh, man. It's a total culture, right? Total, total. Total culture. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like a way of life with those guys. It's like that and kiss, right? I know a thing or two about her. Everybody says she's looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strut up. Dun, 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 dun. You ever see that movie, uh, um, uh, Role Models? Oh, yeah. I, I, I always, uh, we bring it up all the time at work. He, he's talking, you know, like, you hear that? Love gun. He's talking about his dick. Yeah, it's Sean Williams Scott. Yeah. Talk, he loves Kiss. He's talking to a little, like, ten, nine, ten-year-old black kid. Uh-huh. And he's, he's saying all the, the worst things you've ever heard in your life to this kid. He's talking about his dick, man. I like boobies. <laughs> wonder, that kid's, like, uh, 45 now. Yeah. You know, like, I wonder what that kid's up to. I don't know. He's... Uh, on the 45. Oh, hell yeah. I bet that kid is like, I wish I was eight still. <laughs> that, oh, I bet. That'd be hired like, for every I like, movie. I like boobies. Yeah. That's a good film. It was a pretty good one. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Directed by David Wayne. Yeah. It's my man. Oh, is that the one where, where they're a mentor or centaur or... Yeah, they have like a... Oh, um, God. Minotaur. What the fuck is that it's like energy a, drink? It's like a monster energy drink ripoff yeah. called, called Minotaur. Minotaur. And he runs, I'm Minotaur Man or whatever. Sean William Scott is the the mascot. At, like They go speak at schools. Uh, yeah. And he... he pushing uh, his poison. Paul Rudd's kids. girlfriend fucking ends it with him, so he, he fucking just goes off the deep end and runs yeah. the, the Minotaur truck into... And if you want to hear what happens next, tune in next week on Karaoke Big E where we continue the synopsis. Of role models. Of role models. What about your what about your weight? Uh, Press the button. Uh, let's talk about it. I ain't good. I wanna talk about it. That may all be all we need to know right there. Yeah, let's get to that. Are you getting harder? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's right, we are to the part of the show that we call the Weight Update. That's update spelled U-P-D-E-I-G-H-T, just like the word weight. This is where we talk about how fat Scott still is and how he always will be. So get ready for the Weight Update. I don't know what happened there. Oh, that's all we had. (laughs) Did you get fatter? No, I've gotten fatter. Just... Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. 
When is when's, when are you back on Ferrell's? What's the date? Uh, by, I don't know. It starts June, so there's four weeks left. So about about a month, about a month. And, about then, a, and then what what are you doing in the interim? What, give, in the give meantime, me, give me just like cool. like say, say Monday comes around. Give I mean, give me your Monday schedule. Tell me about. Uh, what you're eating, the quantities, and what uh, you're eating, the frequency, and what you're eating, eating, and your, and your movement, um, and not your BMs. I'm talking about physical movement. Or, or you know what? Tell me about your BMs. Um, BMs. No, like you know, Monday will come around. I'll wake up and I'll have my coffee as usual. A little bit less cream, not as much as I was. Just a little bit less. Not less. I mean, it's not as near as C- much. considerably less. Right? Yeah, most of it. Eh. Most of it's cream. Uh, it's more cream than coffee. No, it's not. I have. Coffee and I'll have a bowl of brand cereal. Bran? Bran. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Aren't there a lot of isn't bran like a lot of with is, some is there gluten in it? With some raisins. Is that good? Yeah, it's is, not is, bad. That, is that good for you? Yeah. I mean bran helps with the, the pooping, right? Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be it's one of the things that are recommend recommended on the uh on the old thing. Uh gotta go to that thing to get your recommendations. You know, the Internet meal, the meal plan for uh Ferrell's. Okay, Farrell's meal plan. Okay, because I would think for breakfast you'd want like eggs, with, like with nothing, with maybe hot sauce or something. Eggs and hot sauce, water, coffee black. Ugh. What? I want to. I, I I I can't. I I, I know. <laughs> hot sauce does a lot, uh, and there's food like, is supposed to be fuel, but if it's gross, I'm not eating it. I think I think eggs and hot sauce is, would be good. Oh god, it's so I've had it so much. Okay, well, what... Um, so it's like, you ever ate something so much so many times and you're just like, fuck, if I eat that again, I'm just going to puke. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it, where it gets. like Because I'm like, remember you said, just eat the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. I do that for the most part. That's usually how I live my life. So it's usually I eat the same thing every fucking but day. Are they, but I mean, if you're doing that, are you... But it really are does... They, are they... Good things that you're eating every day. You know, when I do, especially eat, try to eat good. It usually is. I'm, you know, abusing the things that I think that are good uh, for me. So it's, you know, it's, and you get to the point where you're like, if I see another fucking egg, I'm gonna become a chicken. Mm-hmm. Boy, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, or chicken fucker. Um, <laughs> if I see another egg. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start bestiality. <laughs> But here's the thing, great thing about fucking chickens, though. They go crazy once your dick's in them. That, that I feels, know. It feels incredible. You got to cut their head off and Good, then do it. Jesus Christ, that sounds awful. <laughs> we, and, uh, rarely do we get into bestiality on the wait update. Ooh, no, I know. All right, well, okay, so I'm a you, new chicken. Anyways, I, um, so eating so like, bran and raisins, which can't be great, because you're probably putting milk in there, too, right? Yeah, but not a lot. Just enough to wet the bran. Got to wet that bran, baby. Um. Brand's not bad. Brand's good for you. I mean, it's it's low. It's not super high. But isn't brand like uh, it's it's wheat or grain, isn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, so there's, I mean, that's part of the diet. It's I mean, carbs. You're getting your carbs. I got I me mean, shit. I'm supposed to consor- consume 400 and some odd carbs a day. 400 what? Not carbs. Like seriously, carbs. 400 carbs a day. Uh, is there aren't carbs measured in like milligrams though? Nah, you you got to figure one. If carb? I'm drinking like if I drink a can of soda. All right. That's like, I think it's like 40 or 50 carbs. Oh, that's great. For one fucking soda. I love soda so much. I'd do anything so for I, it. I would jerk off in a soda. I would give it hair on my body for it. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm on the struggle bus. I feel good. What do you have for lunch? My knee doesn't hurt. Uh, I eat a late lunch. Um, Lettuce wrap. I wish. Lettuce uh, wrap. I do the lettuce wrap. I do on witches from Jimmy John's, and they're very tasty. I stick them in my mouth. My name's Rappin' Jason, and I'm here to say, say that I love to wrap in a lettuce way. way. In a lettuce way. I have lettuce coming out my bit hole. If I see some more lettuce, I'm going to fuck a chicken. chicken. <laughs> well, okay, so so what do you what do? You Lunch, do? Uh, right now, it's whatever. Okay, see, that's not good. That's a, I know, that's it's, a terrible it's answer. It's not good. Like, whatever, <laughs> you know, like... That's a bad answer. People bring food into work. it's bad, bad. It's bad. Okay, so we're not really we're not really doing anything. Not right. No, <laughs> I'm really not. 
I'm stuck in limbo. I'm really literally stuck in well, limbo. Are you moving at all? Do you go- I am. I get in the pool a lot. Okay. What, what does that look like? You keep saying that, though. You keep saying, I'll, I'll get I mean, I pool. walk. I literally do laps around the pool. Okay. I mean, I'm literally That's good. constantly moving in the pool. Okay. Kicking, running. Screaming. Junk, <laughs> doing squats, whatever, in do the pool. Do you splash yourself? In the pool. No. Do you dunk yourself? I dunk. I I. Dunkin' Donut myself in my pool. Do you play chicken with three other versions of yourself? I do. I do. I'm like, fuck that chicken. Fuck that motherfucking chicken. I can't. can't, uh, Maybe that's the name of the episode, right? Fuck that chicken? I don't think we can put that on. uh, Oh, please. Please, iTunes. Please (laughs) let us. Yeah, that's the wait update. I was trying to get around (laughs) it, but. You're trying to get. You didn't want to talk about it? No. I'm sorry. That's okay, but we did. It'll get better. I promise. You got to admit. I'm so hard now. He's so hard now. His wiener hard now. I love that song. Hey, why don't you uh, tell us about what you're going to sing? Oh, um, all right. Last week I sang a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's called My Friends. Mm-hmm. And that was from an album called uh, One Hot Minute. And we, I said that's my favorite album by them. But there's another album I really like, too. It's called Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Mm-hmm. Really, really put Red Hot Chili Peppers on the map, that one did. So one of the songs uh, on that album is, there's some real famous ones. And then there's one called Suck My Kiss. It sounds like you're saying suck my dick, but you're it not. Does, it does really sound like you say it. But you're not saying that at all. You're saying suck my kiss, which is the song, again, that I will be singing. So I want to read a little information about it. What do you think about Your that? mouth was made to suck my dick. That's essentially what I'll be singing. Essentially. Essentially. But it is a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was released as the third single from their fifth studio album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Okay, so that's, that is news to me. I didn't realize that this was an actual single. Mm-hmm. Suck My Kiss was released in 1992 as an airplay single in the United States, and as a physical single in Australia and New Zealand. It reached the top 10 in the two latter countries and peaked at number 15 on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock uh, Tracks chart. That always fucks me up, Tracks chart. Tracks chart. A music video was made for the song using footage from the Funky Monks documentary directed by Gavin Bowden. Uh, I don't know what that... What's Funky Monks, do you know? No clue. It also featured shots and shades of red of the American Army returning from the Gulf War, Revealed by Anthony Kiedis on the audio commentary in the band Greatest Videos compilation, the song was included in the band's Greatest Hits compilation. So last uh, last time I sang My Friends, and it said Aero- My Friends was included with the Greatest Hits, but the song we sang at the end of the last week's show, Aeroplane, was not included, but Suck My Kiss was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look, look, what's Funky Monks? It's a documentary about uh, blood sugar sex magic. Okay. Funky Monks. That sounds about I'm right. I'm sure Kevin knows. Oh, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he owns it on vinyl. I'm sure he does. What do you think about that? Go ahead and step up to the mic and give it all you got, my friend. And I'm sailing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should have been, could have been, would have been dead If I didn't get the message going to my head I am what I am Most motherfuckers don't give a damn Oh baby, think you can Be my girl, I'll be your man Someone full of fun, do it till I'm well done Little boat keep coming from my stun gun Beware, take care Most motherfuckers have a cold ass stare Oh baby, please be there Suck my kiss, cut me my shell Hit me, you can't hurt me Suck my kiss Kiss me, please pervert me Stick with this Is she talking dirty? Give to me seats, sacred bliss Your mouth was made to suck my kiss 
Look at me, can't you see? All I really wanna be is free from a world that hurts me. I need relief. Do you want me, girl, to be your thief? Oh, baby, just for you, I'd steal everything that you want me to. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Chicky chicky dee, do me like a banshee. Low brow is how swimming in the sound of bow wow wow. Oh baby, do me now, do me here, I do it loud. Hit me, you can't hurt me. Suck my kiss. Kiss me, please pervert me. Stick with this. Is she gonna curtsy? Sweet sacred bliss your mouth was made to See, kiss means it's death. I think it does. I think that's right. Shoulda been, coulda been, woulda been dead If I didn't get that message going to my head, head. What I am Most motherfuckers don't give a damn Oh baby, think you can Be my girl, I will be your man Someone full of fun Do me till I'm well done Little Bo Peep coming from my stun gun Beware, take care Most motherfuckers have a cold ass stare Oh baby, please be there Suck my kiss, fuck me my share Hit me, you can't hurt me Suck my kiss, kiss me, please pervert me, stick with this, is she talking dirty? Give to me sweet sacred bliss, that mouth was made to suck my kiss. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about kiss actually um, being dick. I think kiss means it's dick. Great job, Jason. Yeah, I find that if I don't have to actually sing, um, the chances of me doing better go up exponentially. What do you think about that? Hey, I think you, you did a mighty fine job, my friend. <sighs> mighty fine, mighty fine, mighty fine. All right, we're gonna, I'm going to get one more song, and then we're going to fly out of here. Time for us to fly? It's time for us to fly. I'm burpy now. I drank all this beer, now I'm burpy. Are you burpy? I got a complaint. Why are you looking up your... I don't know what you're going to sing, but okay. um, the I got a complaint about beer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I never used to drink beer. I always used to think it didn't taste very good. And uh, I started doing the the Drunken Lullaby show years ago with Dustin. And, I, and he made me drink a lot of beer on that show. Yes. And so I started like, I don't know, maybe I'll drink some beers. There is There are so many breweries out there. Like... I don't know. Hundreds? Yeah. A thousand breweries? Oh, yeah. Maybe more? Millions. And, Who can say? And every brewery is like, hey, um, we got an IPA. And like, oh, I love IPA. I love it's like, IPA, it's like, well, baby. guess what? So we got 15 IPAs. Oh, and I'm thinking, how many fucking different kinds of beer do you really need to have? I, I go to the store and I see um, like Voodoo Ranger. You ever hear that fucking oh, yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. Voodoo Ranger, uh, I like their beer. Uh-huh. But then every, like, seriously, every month they're releasing a new type of IPA. Right. I can't keep up with this shit. No. I, this is what I want to go. I say, I like Hardy's hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And then that's not like every week they're releasing. A like, new hamburger. Yeah, I mean, they have different versions of things. But at, mm-hmm. the, at, the, at the base level, these are the hamburgers. And right. I know what I like. Why do I have to get a new fucking beer and try to test it out? I don't know. I, yeah, just I just stick to what you like. I, exactly. I see you drink, you're drinking a Three Floyds. Yeah. Barber Haze today. Barbarian Haze. Haze. This is and what's uh, the other one? Uh, Dustin brought the Barbarian Haze by uh, Three Floyds. He brought that to Kevin's party, mm-hmm. but I throw I brought three six packs. Okay. So at the I had one beer while I was there, uh-huh. and then when I la- was leaving, I was like, I'm going to take two beers with me because mm-hmm. I brought a lot of fucking beers. I'm just going to take two and I'll uh-huh. drink them on the, the karaoke program. Uh-huh. The other one is um, by Revolution Brewing. It's called Sun Crusher Summer Ale. Okay. And you know what? Both these beers are fine. Uh huh. What, what's your what? Give me your top three favorite beers. Top three favorite beers. Um, what do you like to drink? What do you reach for, Scott? If I'm gonna reach for something beer wise that I'm gonna drink, what? I I'm yeah. gonna reach for a cold Bush Light. Really, my my dad's a Bush Light. My, my uh, and maybe not light. I think my dad drinks Bush beer or a Bush, mm-hmm. maybe just Bush. I don't know. See, it's 
Honestly, my go-to last summer or the summer before was um, the Natter Days. The Natter Days. The, oh, I remember the that. Strawberry, the strawberry lemon or the, like, like the silver and pink cans. Yeah. Yeah, that series. Um, so of that's like, my go-to. Okay. So, so you like the domestic... I, yeah, I, you know, I, when we started all hanging out with Dustin, we all got on that, all that craft beer trend, and yeah, I was a beer snob for a while. I don't really care. I'm still, I'm still there. Because I, I, I came in, like, I know a lot of people when they started drinking beer, like, I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old, give me some beers. What do you get when you're 15 or 16? You get the cheapest shit you can oh, get. Oh, yeah, hams. Hams, natty, uh-huh. right? Coors. You're drinking shit. Uh-huh. You're I mean, drinking no offense. banquet beer, yeah. Yeah. Not expensive. Very common. Mm-hmm. But when I started drinking beer, it's kind of like when you listen to music, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know what I love? I love fucking Warren's Cherry Pie. We're mm-hmm. talking about that a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. And it was like, so, and then you grow up thinking, I love, that's the kind of music I love. That's the music. When I started listening to music, that's what I got into. Same thing with me for beer. I got into craft beer first. It's going to be real tough for me to just settle on a, a Miller Lite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm an IPA guy. And I, I think there's about, at last count, 255 billion different types of IPAs. Mm-hmm. Normally, you just get your beers from Aldi's now. I well, Yeah, I have been getting some uh, Goose Island from there. But uh, I don't know. I stopped at the store. I like the uh, M43s. You ever have them? Mm-mm. That's a good IPA. Fist City. Fist City. It smells like shit in here. I don't know. Fist City? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Fist City. Uh-huh. What else? Hazy, hazy Little Thing. A hazy Little Thing Cold Love. That's a good IPA. Hmm. Well, anyway, that's all. Enjoy I got. your hazy IPAs and thanks, bro. Your dankness and uh, I'm oh, a, dank uh, meme. That, uh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. That's a good one. That one used to give me real bad harboring. I'm gonna do one more dead song and then we're gonna. Oh, you doing here. another dead yeah, song? I'm gonna do trucking. Fuck it, we talked about it. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna turn up the old make me sound good stuff and step up the mic and uh, give it all I got. <sighs> Trucking, got my ships cashed in. Keep trucking like a doodah man. Together, more or less in line. Just keep trucking on. Arrows of neon flashing my keys on Main Street. Chicago, New York, Detroit, it's all the same street. Your typical city involved in a typical daydream. Hang it up and see what tomorrow brings. Dallas, got a soft machine. Houston, to New Orleans. New York, got the ways and means. But just won't let you be. Most of the cats you meet in the streets make a true love Most of the time they're sitting and crying at home One of these days they know you gotta get going Out of the door and into the streets all alone Trucking like a doodah man Once told me you got to play your hand Sometimes your cards are ain't with the dime if you don't lay them down Sometimes the light's all shining on me Other times I can barely see Lately it occurs to me what a long, strange trip it's been What in the world ever became a sweet Jane? She lost her spark, you know she isn't insane Living on reds, vitamin C and cocaine All the friend can say is ain't it a shame Trucking up to Buffalo, been thinking you got to mellow slow. Take time, pick a guidance to go, just keep trucking on. 
staring out a hotel window Got a trip to the again I'd like to get some sleep before I travel But if you gotta warn, I guess you're gonna come in Busted down a bourbon street Set up like a bowling pin Knocked down, it gets to wearing thin They just won't let me be You're sick of it hanging around and like to travel You're tired of traveling, I you want us up and down I got it, the game remote is so for trying Get out of the door, light it out and around Sometimes I like all lighting on me Other times I can barely see Lately it occurs to me What a long, strange trip it's been Trucking, I'm going home Whoa, whoa, baby, back where I belong Back home down and patch my bones and get back stuck in Trucking indeed. That was song trucking by the American rock band. Grateful Dead. You ever think about trucking? You ever think about buying a, a semi truck and just hitting the road, moving trailers across this great land? Absolutely not. Fuck that, man. Fuck a, a you and that a shit. <laughs> uh, Jason, thanks for uh, joining me again. Sure. Uh, this uh, gives me a chance to sing outside of my shower. Sang and in the rain. I'm singing with Lorraine. I'd, lo- I'd love to meet a nice girl named Lorraine. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so lonely, Scott. I would. Lo- I just love to meet lonely. a girl named Lorraine. I'm Mr. Lonely. I've yes. I've got nobody to call my own. Thanks for coming. Um, check out uh, Couch Pilots every Monday. Um, Jason and Blake, you know what they do. They watch pilots that never made it past one show. Um, then they analyze them, tell you what they think about it. They give you some weird rating system that only goes to seven. Um, we had a real long interview recently. I know. I need to hear it. I, I haven't listened. That was, the guy talks about his mom being in the Holocaust. Oh, shit. And uh, he wrote for like Magnum P.I. and oh, The Incredible Hulk. Wow. Yeah, in a Walker, Texas Ranger. He talked to us for an hour. A great guy named Ruben Leader. Um, very, very interesting conversation. Very, very generous with his time and, nice. and his, his, his uh, ability to be candid. Cool. So that was a good interview. Uh, check that out. Uh, check out uh, the Ernest P. Worrell Preservation Society that comes out. Um, Jason and Hoover Boss and Dustin all talk about things that uh, could have happened if your boy Ernest P. Worrell was still alive. Yeah. Um, you guys remember Ernest, right? Know well, what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean, Vern. Oh, we all remember Ernest. Um, check out the Sixer podcast. Comes out every Thursday. Uh, Kevin is uh, uh, has got the reins on that one. He's uh, still, you know, in stupid baby mode. He's, so, taking, he's taking a radical sabbatical. Radical what, what, sabbatical. What are you going to do in the next I don't know. Sixer? When I'm done being lazy. You should do one. I need to do one. They're fun. You, you know what? You said you've been moving a lot in the pool. Do mm-hmm. a Sixer from the pool. Ooh, and ruin my electrical equipment. Do, do a water-based, water-themed sixer. Ooh, you know the, the beginning of the sixer almost sounds like you're underwater. It does sound like that. Uh, so you can play into that no, theme. No, 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 no. Six pack. Um, check us out. You're already here, so you don't have to check us anymore. Um, follow us on the internet. Follow though. us on. Um, yeah, it's, let's go to internet.com. Search. Uh, I video. am aware now. Everything's gonna be fine. Um, yeah, check us out on um, Spotify. Check us out on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever that app is on those silly Apple people's phones. Uh, check us out on. Uh, oh, Facebook. 
uh, Instagram. You're always going to find me on uh, Twitter. Oh, that too. And Pornhub. Just, you know, just spread the word, man. We want more people to listen to this great podcast. Thanks, Scott. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Peace. Peace.